Good morning. It's Kevin Peterson, licensed marriage and family therapist, owner of Peterson Family Counseling in Denver, Colorado and Jacksonville Beach, Florida, and author of Chronic Hope, Parenting an Addicted Child, licensed, I said licensed marriage and family therapist and treatment consultant slash family case manager and family coach. And it is Friday, June 19th, and it's 1137 out here in Florida. And with us today is my good friend, Casey Gooding from New Method Wellness, who's going to talk to us about alternatives to the traditional model of inpatient and aftercare, including things like wolf therapy, surfing, zip lining, uh, what am I forgetting? Uh, all sorts of great stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how it complements uh, the existing therapy. Good morning, Casey. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Kevin. Thanks for having me on this morning. Good to see you, it's my friend. It's my, it's good to see you too. It's my pleasure. And it's good to have you as part of the crew and sort of the, uh, this is our fourth podcast. And what I've been doing is kind of cherry picking my favorite treatment centers that I've done family case management work with around the country and bringing them on and talking about their program and helping people understand who they are and what they do or what makes them special and unique. And then also talking about how uh, the my the work that I do, the family case management, complements the style. So, tell us about New Method Wellness. Well, thank you so much again. First of all, it's certainly an honor and a privilege to go coast to coast with you this morning, Kevin. You're <laughs> over there in Jacksonville Beach, Florida, and I'm over here in Capistrano Beach, California. So. While we are uh, certainly separated by distance, we are here together um, uh, advocating for individuals and families uh, uh, across the country that are in need of our services. And uh, I am uh, lucky enough to hold a position at New Method Wellness. We're located in San Juan Capistrano, California. Uh, we've been in operation for uh, coming up on 15 years. Um, it's uh, you know a, a family-owned and operated business. We typically uh, service about 20 to 30 individuals at any given time. Our focus is on dual diagnosis. So we are treating individuals that have a substance abuse disorder and a co-occurring disorder such as depression, anxiety, bipolar, mood disorders. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's, um, it's great to, to be here and talk about the program. Um, one of our models uh, or one of our slogans you'll see if you look into our website is something different. And it's kind of exciting to be able to talk with you today about what that something different is. Um, there's a lot of great treatment programs throughout the country. And our job here is to certainly. Uh, uh, us an opportunity to um, talk about some of the different some of the things that make New Method Wellness exactly what it is something different than your average treatment provider. Awesome, man! I'm really excited to hear about all the alternative programming that you offer. Um, when you say you offer all, we talked earlier. You said you offer all levels of care. Can you quickly review what those levels of care are, from detox all the way to outpatient therapy? Absolutely, I can. So, you know, typically individuals are coming to our program, certainly in the need of uh, medical detox. We offer a subacute level detox. We have gender specific homes located in the Capistrano Beach area. We have a men's and a women's licensed RTC and detox level of care home. Those are six bed homes. Um, those are um, ideally for individuals that are 
um, in need of medical detox when they first come in. So they're 24-hour staff, you know, RNs on staff, a very high level of care to ensure an individual is medically safe and appropriate for our environment. Um, So that's our first level of care, um, highest level of care that we provide, and typically how individuals are entered into the program here at New Method Wellness. Um, Even an individual that didn't require a full medical detox would be at least evaluated at a very high level of care to ensure that they're um, integrating into the program, feeling comfortable in their environment here and ready to take on the next step. You know, we're talking about a lot of these um, alternative experiential treatments that we're doing here at New Method Wellness. Certainly, we have to get an individual to a point in their time with us that they're feeling comfortable enough, well enough physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever that psychiatrically um, to participate in some of the methods that we're going to implement for them. So first level of care, certainly detox. After the individual has completed a primary medical detox, um, we would integrate them into the full milieu of clients where they would have peer support. A lot of times um, we have gender specific and age appropriate housing. Um, So we have a 35 and under men's program and a 35 and older men's program as well. Uh, So individuals coming to us can have peer support that's uh, relative to their age and gender. Uh, We also have a women's uh, uh, gender specific home uh, that we're using uh, for women that are supported in the residential environment. So once they're into the residential program that we're offering, then they're going to be subject to all of the methods that we're going to be discussing on this call today. Um, Mm -hmm. They're going to have an individual uh, private treatment team made up of two therapists that they're working with individually. They're going to be participating in many different group modality um, uh, groups in the time that they're with us. They'll be participating in holistic approaches, experiential approaches. And our ideals are not to keep somebody um, locked down in a certain area, but to expose them to what um, greater Southern California area has to offer. We're certainly in a very nice area that has a lot to offer here. A lot of our residents are outside enjoying uh, nature here, and we want to offer an opportunity for individuals to come in, certainly have an opportunity to do some significant clinical work, but we want to mix in some different opportunities that they can have some experiences in their time with us that would separate uh, their experience here versus another uh, provider, essentially. Awesome. Let me, yeah. Let me jump in. Um, yep. So uh, I, that's fantastic. I, I'm excited to hear about all the different alternatives. Uh, and we already have a comment for you. It's it's from uh, someone I think you know, Katya Stroh Austin says, Casey is such an amazing man and advocate for recovery. New, med, new Method Wellness laid the foundation for my recovery, and I am forever grateful. Sounds like you got a fan. Yeah, we are grateful <laughs> for her too. And- You know, I had the opportunity to see her over this last week. And um, one of the things that we did here when uh, the COVID-19 pandemic came in is we started offering uh, alumni meetings via Zoom and our open AA meetings that we have here at our facility on Saturday night. So I had the opportunity to meet with Katja and, um, you know, she had an opportunity to share her experience uh, with uh, the whole New Method Wellness family uh, via Zoom and and take her chip. And it was really great to see her. And, you know, our biggest advocates for the treatment program that we have are our alumni, right? So yeah, um, we always want to ensure that they feel that they have a home and they're part of our family um, from the time that they reach the doors here until uh, 
until our present moment now. So before we get into the surfing, the wolf therapy, the, the, all that really exciting stuff that you were talking about, do you mind telling us a little bit about your journey? I'd be happy to, you know. Great. Um, so uh, my sobriety date is 11-29-2012. I am originally from East Lansing, Michigan. I'm a big Michigan State Spartan fan. Uh, my dog's <laughs> name is Sparty. Uh, my family is all from that area. In fact, uh -huh. I'm leaving to go on vacation next Friday uh, to visit uh, my my children and, and uh, my you know extended family there. Looking forward yeah. to that. But you know, I was a chef at Michigan State University, and um, and uh, life was not going well. I was not winning, as they may say. I see your Trojan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So back to Michigan State. <laughs> yes, I, went to, I was working at Michigan State as a chef and, you know, I had a pretty significant uh, substance abuse disorder relative to opiates and alcohol and uh, some stimulants. And, um, you know, once I hit 30, uh, you know, I could no longer evade the fact that I was an alcoholic and an addict. Um, unfortunately, it took me until the year I was 35 to um, to enter a treatment program. You know, um, and how that happened is quite a story in itself. And, you know, I, I'm I'm back in Michigan. My parents are living out here in California. My dad's working for Fisker uh, Automotive, which is an electric car company here located mm -hmm. locally. Um, he was a big GM guy. They came out here after he had retired from GM. And my parents sat down and talked with each other. And they said, if our son passes away, can we live and sleep at night with the aspect that we've done every single thing that we could to help them? And they simply just looked at themselves and said, no. Right. And so they, they picked up that 10,000 pound phone and they called me and they said, Casey, if you're willing to put aside everything, we'll go all the way in to help you no matter what we'll, we'll support your recovery in any way that we can. And we'll no longer do anything to hurt you. Um, and uh, that means we won't support, you know, your rent where you're at or pay any of your bills or any of those things. But we, if you do choose this, we will we will help you in any way that we can. And, you know, I had this kind of decision to make. It was like, well, do I stay doing this or do I pick up this opportunity? And, and for me, I just couldn't see my life getting any better under the current situation. You know, I knew the nature of my internal condition and there was nothing that I could do about it over and over again. I would be in and out of the rooms of AA, uh, short-term treatment programs, detoxes, those kind of things like that to no avail. So I finally raised my hands in the air. I came out, I did a 60 day treatment program. I did three months of intensive outpatient programming and sober living. I got into AA, I got really busy in AA. And um, you know, I had a great sponsor that, that I still have to this day that encouraged me to be of service to the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. And uh, you know, I kind of cut my teeth in Alcoholics Anonymous here locally, and I took service positions for the county, and I started meeting a lot of people and, and integrating a recovery community about me. One of the great things about our area here in Southern California is, I mean, we have 2,500 meetings a month here in, in Southern California. It's like a 2% share of all the AA groups in the whole world here in our, in our <laughs> county. Um, yeah. So it's a really recovery-rich area. And, um, you know, I didn't have an interest in working in treatment at first because I didn't understand uh, the kind of things that we do and I'm privileged to enjoy today. I saw individuals that were therapists and I wasn't going to go back to school for many, many years to do that. 
and I saw individuals that worked as techs. And uh, in my experience, I didn't see a lot of those individuals in early recovery working as techs, staying sober. And that was more important to me. Until about four and a half years ago, I had an opportunity to take a position with an outpatient provider and start doing some business development. And um, I fell in love with it immediately. I, I fell in love with the aspect of of helping people, of, um, of you know, uh, understanding what resources are available throughout the country. Um, it uh, propelled me into a position here that I hold today at New Method Wellness that I'm really honored and privileged to have, um, you know, working for a top level quality provider in all of the country, having an opportunity on a daily basis to speak with families, to help them to um, understand the resources that are available for them and uh, really get them connected uh, with, you know, um, whatever um, results that we can provide for them. So um, that's kind awesome. of where I'm at right now. And uh, I love it. It's great. Cool. That's fantastic. And, you know, I was, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you shared your affiliation with Michigan State and Southern California, because I actually got sober very much in the same style. In 1990, my parents sort of laid it down on me and said, yeah, this is over. And, you know, we love you, but this is over and we're not, we don't want you to die. And so I, I didn't get sober then. I ended up getting sober in May of 91 and immediately moved back to Los Angeles and re-enrolled and got a job at USC. And, and, uh, and so I share that same experience of going back to college and you know, going to school and trying to get my life back together. And, and sobriety was a huge piece of that. And, and so I really appreciate you sharing that. And I, what I also know is that in long-term recovery, everyone I know has somewhat of the same story. When my family finally laid it down and, and stuck with it, that's when it took, you know? And so that's, that's the truth. And so that's awesome. And hey, if you're, if you're out there listening to us or watching us on Facebook Live, please drop us a note and say hi, and we'll, 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 we'll give you a shout out. So I want to- I feel like I've, I've heard that story before somewhere. Oh my gosh, look at you with the book. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was giving it a good read. You know, well, I mean, great information in here for anybody that's in need of that, certainly. Yeah. Thank you. Chronic Hope, Parenting the Addicted Child. You know, that was, uh, that was, uh, and I'm actually working on the next one. So, and, and there'll, be a, there'll be a workbook tied to it for families. And we'll talk about that uh, when that happens. Um, tell me about how you guys incorporate all these alternative methodologies or modalities. Oh, hey, look, there's Scott Benton, one of my fraternity brothers from USC, <laughs> <laughs> saying, great book. I recommend it. Scott was critical in how getting me to write it in the first place. And uh, good man, that guy. Um, tell me about the methodology, the wolf therapy, the surf therapy, and, you know, and explain how that's not just, you know, because I think a lot of times people think, oh, they're going to treatment in San Juan Capistrano. It's like a spa, da, 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 you know. Mm -hmm help alleviate people's fears that they're not funding a vacation. Yeah. So I think that kind of really starts on the front end of admissions, right? So I think if you look at our website and we encourage individuals to take a look at our website because it's very informative. And if you're an individual who's considering going to treatment and you look at all the methods and the things that we do here, the accommodations we offer, you may, uh, you know, be likely to, to, say, hey, this sounds like something I want to do. Um, and you may have the understanding that we're coming here to put our feet up and do some of these things that I really like to do. And, and 
you know, we may put the aspect to the side that how difficult this aspect of recovering from this condition that we face is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, being really transparent, yes, we offer these these services for individuals that certainly separate us from other programs and differentiate us. But have, you know, if you're coming here with the aspect of that, this is going to be some sort of vacation, you'd be sorely wrong when you showed up because <laughs> the program that we offer is a tough treatment. You know, it's a it's a really highly accountable and structured environment Um, there. You know, we have a high expectation for the individuals that participate. Individuals aren't just accepted here. Um, They have to produce uh, written screening essays to be admitted to the program. It's almost in the same capacity of, you know, when you went to USC. Right. You know, um, you had to be approved to go to the program. You know, your parents had to be bought in and willing to finance it. You know, um, our parents have to supply two written timelines and bios associated with their loved ones uh, from their perspective. We don't allow individuals to come and participate without family members, you know, um, integrated in part of the process and their voice is heard. We really need that perspective to understand where the narrative lies. Uh, If we are only assisting an individual based on the narrative that they're providing, then we're doing a huge disservice to the individual and the family, in our opinion. So, you know, that kind of starts on the front end is being very transparent and open about what our expectation is here. Um, We have a lot of individuals that are interested in participating in our program. Nine out of 10 calls are likely uh, individuals that we're referring to other programs based on criterial reasons. Um, So we're really, really selective. We're only going to accept individuals that we feel are bought into the processes we identify. Um, We're only going to accept individuals that we feel that we can be successful with. And usually that comes from a family member saying, my hands are up in the air. I have no clue what we're doing here and we need to take some direction. And typically that's when you come in, Kevin, is you working with the families, us saying, yes, we're here to accept. These are our uh, expectations of family members. We send them, you know, books on uh, addiction. We send them uh, information. We want our family members going to Al-Anon. We do not accept excuses um, why they cannot participate in Al-Anon meetings. In fact, we send them out contracts that will say, you know, um, here's 20 excuses that we don't accept for Al-Anon participation because we would not accept an individual making excuses for not going to AA. Um, And our clients are going to go to AA here. So um, if an individual is participating at a high level, we expect the family to be one step ahead. Um, That's the way we're going to see success. And um, so on the front end, we're going to be really honest and transparent about all the criteria and what's required here. Um, And then once we get past that in our screening, certainly uh, we are talking about different aspects and many different questions that we can answer specifically about the treatment experience that we're offering. Now, Many of the people that are coming to our program, one, two, three, maybe four or five treatments they've been to. We're not a chronic relapse program. We're not a, uh, a program for the, the, the problem uh, child or, or those kind of things like that. Again, we're typically uh, servicing individuals that are very committed to accepting this assistance and moving forward with a life of integrity and excellence, right? Uh, Got a it. Life that promotes freedom from active addiction and, and a systemic change that would support the individual. Got it. So you guys on the front end heavily screen, not just for does your insurance, you know, money, et cetera, et cetera, but you're screening for are you thoroughly committed to the program that we have? You know, that's fantastic. But I'm dying to hear. I'm dying to hear about the surfing. I think we have a hold. I think we may have a celebrity guest coming in. Hold on a second. Oh, awesome. I think I heard someone scratching at the door. Let me double check. 
Come on, you gonna come in? Come on. Well, we do. He's gonna make his way in. Bert, the Boston Terrier, has decided he wants to hear what you have. There's a lot of pictures of him on Facebook, so I'll, I'll be looking forward to meeting him in person here. Yeah, he's. And by the way, he's very interested in the surfing. In the surfing. By the way, Polly Siegel, LCSW in Denver, Colorado, says, "Love you, Kevin. Love you back, Polly. Polly, you need to meet Casey at some point. He's the perfect person. Polly is a great therapist." That works with a lot of millennials in Denver, and she's a perfect connection for you. And I'll, I'll we'll make those connect that relationship Absolutely happen. Absolutely love that. Um, tell me, tell me about the alternative treatment programs. Yeah, so here at New Method Wellness, we offer a, a wide variety of different holistic and experiential approaches. So uh, your typical holistic approaches would include Tai Chi, yoga, acupuncture, massage, physical fitness. We're also offering um, surf and paddleboard therapies, wolf therapy, equine assisted therapy, and a lot of different outdoor recreation therapies. Um, so typically what we see uh, in our program is individuals coming into our center, participating in uh, you know some different group therapies, mostly associated with dialectical behavioral therapy and trauma. And then a lot of our approaches uh, take place in the afternoons where we are you know, getting the clients out into the community, taking them down for surf and paddleboard therapies. You know, on Friday mornings, typically our clients are out doing wolf or equine assisted therapies. So what we are offering is a good mix of a highly intensive clinical setting and then certainly an opportunity to experience something that they're not going to have an opportunity to experience likely where they're from. 90% of our clients are coming in from outside of the general uh, Southern California area. So they're certainly coming here for these experiences. And uh, there's there's a lot of benefits to uh, many of the, you know, um, of the practices that we're doing. A lot of mindfulness, a lot of structure and accountability, a lot of uh, self-sufficiency, a lot of trust. Um, there's, there's multiple different aspects that are incorporated in each and every um, experiential approach that we offer. And these are groups awesome. that are led by group facilitators that work here in our facility. Um, and, um, you know, really lucky to have a, a fantastic staff that I get to represent uh, on a national level. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. And how do those modalities combined with the traditional uh, modalities of treatment, you know, the traditional inpatient or out, you know, therapy setting and psychiatric setting, tell me how that stuff, how does, how does the client benefit from that stuff? Yeah. So um, a lot of these things, you know, when we, when we think about the traditional model of treatment, you know, an individual being in a highly uh, structured area for a certain amount of time. And certainly the initial part of our process implements that in the detox that we kind of covered earlier. But our ideals aren't to keep individuals kind of in lockdown for overly too long. We want them to be able to experience that there's other things in life that they can enjoy, right? So much of recovery is this thought that I have in my head that I'm never going to be able to enjoy life the way that I did while I was intoxicated, that life is over, that I'm never going to experience these things in the capacity that I did before. And so our ideals are to bring them into a, a structured setting that holds a lot of accountability and structure, but also show them that these are some things that we can do and you can have some fun and you can have a lot of peer support and you can gain some aspects of uh, self-sufficiency and individuality out of the participating in these things. Now, I don't expect that an individual that participated in surf therapy is going to return to Denver and be a surfer, right? But certainly in the time that they're with us, they're going to, you know, experience that. 
And uh, hopefully that individual will uh, look back on their experience and see a significant benefit in uh, certain aspects of their life as a result of the experiences that they, they had in their time with us. Um, you so. know, I was going to throw in there also is that one of the things that I've experienced in those, like in my own sobriety is that like when I tried surfing for the first time and I actually, you know, got up for three whole seconds, I felt like I was the king of the world. You know, I, I, I like, holy crap, look at me. I can actually do this, you know, and, and I've done the wolf therapy and the equine therapy. And, and I mean, I was terrified and I was, you know, my self-esteem had been shot to hell by, by my addiction and my behaviors. And when I actually walked through that stuff, I was like, oh my God, look at this. I'm doing this. This is amazing. This is incredible. So there was that, that, that boost of, Hey, I can actually do this. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, my, I'm getting my life back, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's yeah, awesome. feeling of accomplishment, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's finish up with a concept of we first met when I was doing some family case management for another company, and I had a client at your facility. Tell me about the family engagement and why that's so significant. Yeah, we're gonna you know in the same capacity that we hold a high. Uh, um, standard for the clients that we service. We have a high standard for the, the families. And certainly here at New Method Wellness, we are privileged to serve a certain socioeconomic demographic of individual that's privy to the services we provide. A lot of the families that we're interacting with, I would say about 40% of the families that we're servicing or, you know, eight out of the 20 clients that we have, they're involved in some form of family coaching case management. Um, we've seen significant success in individuals that are participating in this. Again, this is a short-term solution to a permanent problem. We understand that. So our goal in the time that the clients are with us and the families are entrusting us with their loved one is to create a real new footing in the family system, right? And mm -hmm. uh, certainly the individual uh, that's coming to New Method Wellness, uh, they're privy to all the services and making a, you know, a significant change in their ideals and they're uh, learning how to recover on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, a lot of times we need in these family members to invest the time and energy on a similar uh, footing uh, in their own locality to ensure that when the client is ready and the family is ready, ready and, and individually have uh, done their own work, because we understand that this is going to take work on all aspects of the family members, um, that the family can reconvene under some new ideals. So, right. you know, I'm sitting here in our family room and Brooke is preparing this room for a new admission that we're going to have today. And uh, we always encourage all any family members that are available to come uh, participate in the admission process because, uh, again, we want to meet them. We want to welcome them. We want to, uh, you know, understand where they are. We certainly are reading their bios, their timelines of their loved ones. And we need to recommend services that are going to support these family members in creating that systemic change. Right. And so mm. certainly our, our, our therapists are going to be reaching out to them on a weekly basis. Um, and touching base with them about the progress of their loved one. We're also going to be asking them about their progress. And we always like to have a mediary service or a family consulting agency, such as Peterson Family Consulting, um, to um, assist us with creating that change in, in coaching. Having their own support staff is very important to us, and we always recommend it. Yeah, one of the things I always – it always takes a couple of sessions for the family to understand – that I'm not really here to talk about the person that's in treatment. I'm here for the family. 
it's my job is to do what you guys are doing for the individual. I, I turn around and do back for the family and sort of the taglines, uh, like you mentioned earlier, I always say is, well, we can't expect your addict to do something that you're not willing to do. So if they're gonna go to treatment, go to therapy and go to meetings and start rearranging the way they live, you have to do the same thing. And then the next question I always get is, well, what's the, what's the most important thing I can do to support my, the, my, the person in my family that's getting help? And I say, get your own help. You know, that's the most important thing you can do. Wow, fantastic. Man, I really appreciate your time. Casey Gooding, New Method Wellness in San Juan Capistrano. Truly one of my favorite places in the whole wide world, you know, with all the swallows and everything. It's fantastic. Um, look at you guys been on Dr. Phil, and now you've been on the Chronic Hope podcast. That's more yeah, important. Now we're uh, ready <laughs> um, appreciate your time, sir. Appreciate you coming on here and looking forward to connecting with you at some point soon. And oh, we got another. Oh, you know, Katya just threw down another one saying, Loving the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for uh, signing on, Katya. And last thoughts, final thoughts, Mr. Mr. Gooding. Well, just I want to thank you again, Kevin. It's certainly a privilege to be here on show number four. Uh, you know, respected as one of your favorite programs in the country. There are many to choose from. Uh, really happy to uh, be here with you and Bert and uh, saying hi to all my <laughs> friends throughout the country. Uh, you guys all stay safe. If there's anything that we can ever do to support anybody uh, that's in need of the services we provide, we're, our, our lines are always open. Thank yes, you so and we will, with this, this, this podcast, by the way, will be eventually up on my website and on my YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, that we, we'll have your contact information on there as well. And, you know, Bert is very thrilled. He's, this is his first celebrity appearance. He's excited. I think the surf therapy is what got him all excited. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll get Bert on a board when he's out here sometime. <laughs> Bert would love that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks so much, uh, Kevin. Have okay. a wonderful weekend. Okay.